Welcome to the On Two Podcast, coming to you from the Press Box Studios. I'm Breezy with my co-host B. As always. Hey, let's get things started. On Two said, "Hut, hut." So, first play, All Star Game. Team Giannis versus Team LeBron. Team LeBron end up taking it, one fifty-seven to one fifty-five. And Kawhi won the first ever. Kobe All-Star MVP Trophy. Uh, First quarter went to LeBron. Second quarter went to Giannis. And third quarter was a tie with, like I said, Team LeBron winning it overall. Uh, I like the format of the All-Star game now. Yeah, that that was going to be my first question to you. Um, I thought the I thought the four it's the best All Star game I've seen. Yeah. Since you know, I mean, back in the day when you know you was a little kid, and I remember the All Star game had like Vince, uh, Vince Carter and Tracy McGrady and all of them. Yeah, yeah. I think Kobe was in it. That was, now that was my favorite All Star game of all time. But as far as competitiveness, this was by far head and shoulders. Especially beyond. in the fourth quarter, they treated it like it was a playoff game. Yeah. Like. Everybody was playing in the fourth quarter. Kyle Lowry actually got two offensive fouls. Like that is in the All Star game. Oh, like, yeah. like really? Yeah. Like that's how that's how big everybody turned it up, man. Mm-hmm. That that energy in the fourth quarter was great. If you didn't watch any of the game, but but the fourth quarter, you would enjoy the the game. Period. Kawhi up there dropping threes like and like nothing, you know, like man, like I really enjoyed watching the game. Shout out to Adam Silver and what he did, the changes he made, especially naming the the MVP after Kobe, you know, that's oh, yeah. that's that that was a good That's good, huge, man. Yeah. That's 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 really big. But yeah, man, it's just I, the the fourth quarter was so good. The only thing about it was like there's no time clock, so it's just they keep playing to somebody get to 157. Yeah. So you can tell, like, especially how hard they was playing in their fourth quarter. Both of the teams wanted to win. They was looking fatigued and everything, so they was missing free throws. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? I mean, which is part of the game, you know, but that no, that no game clock in the fourth, I like it, man. Yeah. First, first, oh, yeah. First to 157, like it. I just really, I'm telling you, like, this is the best all-star game I've seen in a long time. But, and it it keeps them, it really pushes them. Now they have a reason to have a all-star break. Yep. Because they have a serious game they're finna go play. Right, right. And that's that's the thing about it. You got all these stars out there, and no, it's usually nobody wants to play defense. You know, everybody... Mm-hmm. See who can get to two hundred first. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. But it wasn't like that this year. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of defense. But in the fourth quarter, there was. Yeah, both of them was trying to get to that one fifty seven, and like it made for a like I said, a really great game. If you didn't watch it, I suggest you tune in, go watch the highlights, see if they showing it on on a Sunday afternoon on on ESPN News or something, <laughs> because it was a good game. Oh you yeah. Know? Definitely, man. It, it, it was it was a great one. Like I said, the most competitive one that I've seen. Um, I just wish other sports would take heed. Well, no, no, I'm lying when I say other sports. I wish the NFL would take heed and figure out a way to make theirs more competitive. See, but see, that's the thing, man. Like, the football and basketball, they're two different sports, you know. That football, you have to actually have legit practices, and plays put in, you know, you don't really have to do that with basketball. You know, you can go to the Y, any Y, and jump in a Run pickup a games, yeah. jump in a pickup game with people you don't know. Yeah, you know the thing about this, some some of the players have been playing together. Some of them played together, Team USA. So a lot of them play together, so they already know how each other plays. But I mean, like they were saying, all of them are Afro males. All of them gonna want the ball in the end. You get what I'm saying? They're all like, all stars. Yeah, you, they're all all stars star for a reason. Know? So. But yeah, I mean the NFL man and their their All Star game for me is real. I don't really tune into it. I, I can't it's, say the last time I watched the Pro Bowl. It's just it's just not interesting. Like it's it's really not. I don't know what needs to happen to it. They need to do something. I know, and they'll never do it. But what will be so interesting 
would be NCAA champ, play worst record in the league. <laughs> People would tune in for that like crazy. I would love to see it, man. Look, that's how they were saying like whoever wins the XFL championship should play uh, the worst NFL team in the first preseason game and see how that goes. The NFL will blow them out. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just simple levels. I heard uh, a couple of days ago uh, someone was saying, well, the XFL champion versus the NCAA champion. The XFL will blow them out. <laughs> I don't know about that one, man. Uh, the XFL will get them, man. Come on. Because at, at the end of the day, these are guys that, okay, they didn't make it in the Well, you know what, though? Now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about <laughs> that Because they one. didn't make it in the league. Whereas, like, if you take LSU this year, they legit probably got eight people on that team that's going to make it in the league. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the XFL yeah. is a bunch of guys who didn't make it in the league. Yeah, but all of them didn't make it in the league because of the talent. You know, some of them could be because of injury. You know, you broke yeah. your leg. You was a low-round draft pick or a free agent, you know, and you broke your leg, and now all of a sudden you out the league. You got the talent to get get back in. It's just you go from practice squad to practice squad. Hopefully you get a chance to get in the game, and you never do. So yeah. it's just well, you'll go to the XFL, you know. Yeah. But I'm thinking, man, if if the if the NFL they have to do something, either they need to fix it somehow, some way. And I know like NFL players aren't as interested as NBA players. For NBA players, All Star Weekend is an event. Yep. They all, even if you're not playing in the game, you're gonna be there because it's an event. But that that risk of injury in the All Star game for football. That's like, the problem. Yeah, it's like I'm not about to go out here and play in the All Star game and get injured. Tear my for, ACL for the next season. Yeah, you know, especially yeah, I'm an All Star, but I might be a free agent next year. You know what I'm saying? And I tear my ACL. Well, you know, man, the NFL needs to scratch the game, do a bunch of skills competitions. I like they the skills do a competitions. Kick punt throw competition. Find something to do with the offensive lineman. They can do a big, a big game of like. Uh, dodgeball with the players. That's, that's what they do. They do that during the skills challenge. And yeah. scratch the game and just have a big fan event. Yep. They can turn it into a big event like the NBA does. Yeah. Um, all the NFL players come in town, throw parties, and have fun with it and just scratch the game. They can do a celebrity flag football game. I think they already do that. Yeah. And, you know, just, just have fun with it. Yeah. Uh, they need to do The NBA... I mean, the NFL is so behind the NBA on a lot of things, and that's just one thing that they are majorly lacking. Oh, most definitely, man. Um, but on to it's one thing I really want to talk about. You know, shout out to LeBron team for for winning the game, and I'm so proud of LeBron for this. I promise, school. Yeah, it is a big deal, especially in the black community, seeing one of our own superstars actually going back and helping his community because it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, they might donate money to the Boys and Girls Club, but I don't, I mean, anybody can donate. Me and you can donate money to the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. I mean, actually make sure that what you're donating your money to get used for that purpose. You know what I'm saying? You donate it to the Boys and Girls Club, well, the chairman just got a bands, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> because you donated a hundred thousand dollars, that hundred thousand dollars went in his pocket, mm-hmm. and not to revamp up gyms and stuff. Yeah, just like in the city of Birmingham, there's so many parks that's messed up and everything. But it's like I know people are donating to this stuff, but where's the money going? Yeah, you know. And if the stars come back and hey, we're gonna rebuild this park today, you get what I'm saying? That's I mean, it's a tax write-off. You know, mm-hmm. that's the main reason why multimillionaires and billionaires donate money because they can write that off on their taxes. But it's good for the community, the community to see the people that was in this community that came up and made it come back to the community. Oh, yeah. That, that's, that's huge, man. I saw when, when he was building the I-Promise School, so many people were talking against it. Yeah. And it's like, man, how can you talk about Something positive. How can you talk against something positive? I mean, he's building a school. He's not... Listen, man, ain't nothing wrong with going overseas and helping the people overseas in different countries that's less fortunate than us. 
but it's people. We have homeless people over here. You right here in the U.S. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's. I'm not saying there's something wrong with it. You get what I'm saying? But I prefer to help us first. Help your 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 legit neighbors, people you pass by when you're driving down the street. Most definitely. You know. But yeah, this the first class of the I Promise School is is graduating this May. And they getting scholarships to Kent State. Can't beat that. You you cannot. Free room and board. You can't beat <laughs> you that. Cannot at beat all. that. I mean, that is truly a blessing. It a is. Huge man. blessing. Man, they're gonna they're gonna graduate Kent State with very little to no debt. Student yep. debt. Yep. That yep. man, that's great. That, that, that's that, awesome. That, that is really awesome because school is not cheap. <laughs> at Tell all. me about it. <laughs> Hey, no, tell my credit about it. <laughs> it's, it's not cheap, man. Like, But I'm I'm just happy, you know, that he's really going be, beyond what is even asked of him. You yeah. know, we don't, he he's, he's becoming, I mean, he's already there, but how outspoken he is about, you know, Issues in the black community, you know, not just the black community in the in the whole community itself, you know, just people, you know, how people treat each other. And then this school for, you know, going back to his city where he's from, knowing knowing how school systems are there. He took the initiative and said, you know what, I'm going to do this yeah. for my community. It's big, man. It, it is huge. And. I wish we had more athletes that's that's that would do that. Yeah, you know? I, I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, you you would think if a guy if a guy just signed a twenty five million dollar contract, so he's gonna probably see about twelve million of that twenty five. Twenty twenty five is nothing. These guys are making way I, more. I understand than that, but I'm they trying to think on the year. I'm trying to think on the low end of the spectrum. So let's say he's gonna see twelve million of that, man. What's what's a million dollars to kick into your hometown? What? I wouldn't even. You wouldn't even have to give a million. Give a hundred thousand. Go redo a park. You can redo a, a, a park in the city. Basketball goals. Redo the concrete. New new swing set and mm-hmm. all of that. You can do all that for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Ain't no way you can't. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That that is very possible. Then, like I said, anyway. It's a tax write-off. So, not only are you helping the community that you're from, you're helping yourself. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it, the only thing it's going to do is paint you better in a more positive light. Exactly. Which is is what everybody wants. Nobody wants to be looked at as a villain, you know. We're not saying that everybody... You get what I'm saying? We're not trying to bash on anybody. We're just saying we wish... More athletes and not even just the athletes, the entertainers as well. Oh yeah, would, would step up you and know, do support more. the people that supported mm-hmm. you. And it's 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 hard to say because I'm sure a lot of athletes would probably say, "Well, I mean, I don't see nobody else doing it." But it's hard to ask other people to do it when they don't have the money to do it. Right? You have funds ready, can go and assist and help and do some things. But yeah, you won't. So yeah, I mean, I, I definitely understand what you're saying, LeBron. I've, I'm not there yet, but I feel the tide turning on me. Like I've, I've stated this before on the show. I never liked Kobe while he was playing until his last year. Mm-hmm. I became a fan. LeBron haven't liked LeBron his whole career, uh, but I kind of I see myself turning. Where yeah. I'm beginning to be more favorable towards him. Not just because of on the court, mainly because of what he does off the off court. the court. His off the court actions have always rubbed me the wrong way. Now the I promise school, I mean that's a great thing. That's yeah. the best thing he could have done. Um, but so I mean I I can feel myself turning, kind of kind of moving towards his corner a little bit, and we'll see, man. But shouts out to LeBron, man. That that's awesome. Uh, so, um. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm a good old country boy. I watch the Daytona 500 pretty much every year. Yeah, I mean that's that's just I've been doing it since I was young. I watched it when Earnhardt crashed and died back mm-hmm. in 2001. Like 
I've been watching NASCAR for a while. I even went to a couple of races out there at Talladega. You know, this I don't I don't know. It's just it's just something in me. You know, um, yeah, good old Alabama boy spirit. Yeah, <laughs> roll tide, y'all. <laughs> but uh, I didn't get to watch this year's race because I was at work. Um, I watched a little bit, a couple of laps that they did do. Sunday and they end up going into a rain delay so they finish Monday evening well um I was like I said I was at work and actually you texted me and told me about the crash I didn't know who won if the race was over if they really got to finish the race if it was more rain involved you know and then you text me and told me about the crash and then right after that it popped up on my uh on one of the apps that I got and I clicked on it and seen it and man just thoughts and prayers with Ryan Newman um he out he's out the hospital now yeah which which is really a great thing that was a really scary crash really really scary thanks to to NASCAR and all the improvements they made not only to the track but to the cars is mainly a, a big a big part of that is the the Dale Earnhardt crash where they started requiring different head and neck braces inside the car because yeah. they had them then but they were they didn't require them to wear them yeah. and he didn't wear one and the doctor said if he would have had one on it probably it possibly could have saved his life yeah and so after his crash they required all of them to wear them. Wear those braces. Yep, and that that brace is probably what saved his life. Oh yeah. You know because the way that car flipped, man, scary, so scary. Something else that, that they added since Earnhardt is the cushion in the walls. Yeah, the walls. Yeah, the safer uh, barrier. Yeah, that's what it's called. It's called a safer barrier. So uh, that that I'm sure that saved his life too because I heard of. Uh, I'm not sure who I was listening to, but he was saying that he talked to a uh, a doctor. And the doctor was saying that, you know, in a crash like that, you're going from 200 miles per hour mm-hmm. to zero. Yep. And the wall, like in, in Dale Earnhardt's situation, yep. the wall didn't give. The car's not going to give. So what's the only thing that's going to give? Yep. You. You. <laughs> and your body's not designed to do that. So with the cushion and the walls, it gives the walls some play to give a little bit to absorb some of that energy. And even back in 2001, they had the safer barriers, but they didn't have them all the way around Daytona. And he actually hit a spot. They did not have a safer barrier. And yep, man. Yep, it's it's crazy, man. It's is 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 like and his his crash really is what made the sport as safe as what it is today because either way it goes you they going around that track at 195 miles per hour oh yeah and you know what i'm saying if another car hits your car doing 60 you spin it spinning out you see it in police chases all mm-hmm. the time you get what i'm saying now imagine if you're doing 195 yeah yeah you got a road cage around you you got all this safety equipment the the safer barrier, all of that, but you still doing a hundred ninety five miles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, your car turns, so it's gonna slow up some, but you still doing at least a buck fifty into yeah. a wall. Oh you yeah, know that that is into a wall, like into, a, into wall. a wall. Yes, and they were saying too that it's better for the car to roll, to flip and roll because it it, it it slows down every yeah. every time it rolls over. It slows down. They actually have flaps. On the cars now that keep them down, so they won't flip over because they don't want them to flip into the grandstands. Yeah, that that's yeah. Yeah, they don't. That that's what brought on the restricted place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. cars flipping into yeah. the grandstands. Cars flipping into the grandstands. Which I was gonna ask you: Do do you are you for restricted plates or are you against them on the on the the big tracks on Daytona and uh and, and Talladega? I am because. Like you can, you can definitely go over two hundred miles per hour on that track. Yeah, definitely. Like the degree of the turns and everything on those tracks, those straighter ways, you can easily get up over two hundred miles per hour on those tracks. And 
no matter how much equipment you have, like the survivability, the probability of a sur survive a wreck, a wreck going 215, 225 versus 195 is so much greater. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, I like to see cars go fast. You get what I'm saying? But the driver needs to be safe. Most you definitely. Know? Just like in the NFL with all the new rules, the, the changes to the concussion protocol and everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it might not, the game might not be as exciting now as it was five years ago. Especially not ten years ago, you know, you couldn't catch a receiver. You would you you wouldn't catch a receiver going across the middle back then. But not now bold enough to do it. Yeah. Now, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Jerry Rice was pretty much the only one that would. Yeah. You know, him and him and Shannon Sharp, they'll go across the middle. But you know, everybody else, you know, and one no, you know, you, you weren't going across that middle for that mic be sitting right there. You go you're not catching a football in the air, right, right in front of that Mike linebacker. Yeah. Or right in front of that free safety. That's not going to happen. But now you can because they can't hit you until you really hit the ground and take a step, mm -hmm. you know? So, like, because now a lot of people are saying, well, a lot of drivers are, are saying, with the restrictor plates, that's what's keeping them running in packs. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, they, they, they're – Pretty much maxing out, you know what I'm saying? So it turns to all skill versus strictly relying on the car. Which is increasing the likelihood of of the big one. That's where we get the big one from. Yeah, yeah, because you're going to have the big one. It is because all the cars, the lead cars, home. the car in second is going to tap that first car. He's going to spin. He's going to spin, and there's going to be a line of them behind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, see, the thing is, is like, do you really want to take that chance of somebody of taking restricted plates off? So you got, I mean, all of them got the same, pretty much the same in, engine and everything, use the same fuel and everything. So it doesn't really matter because they're all top speed. It's going to be right there together. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it doesn't really matter about the restricted plates or not. It's not like your car is going to be that much faster than mine. Yeah, there are faster cars, you know, because of you know, they they got dynamics. Yeah, all that, well, all of them have the same body too. You get what I'm saying? It's just about we tuning these shots to this degree instead of that degree. You get what I'm saying? It's minute details that make my car two miles per hour faster than yours. Yeah, and how big of difference if, is that if I'm drafting behind you and you breaking up the wind? Yeah. You get what I'm saying for me. So I don't I mean I think I think it's better with restricted plates. Yeah, it causes them to be in packs, but I feel like they're really gonna be in packs. Anyway. With them or without them. You get what I'm saying? They even before restricted plates, they were still in packs. Running in packs, yeah. You know, so it's <laughs> it is what it is, you know. Yeah. It's uh I mean it it'll be but that Restricted plate debate been going on for years. Yeah, yes. Clearly, NASCAR is not budging on it. Yeah, you know, they, so they're going to put it to bed. I don't think they should. You know. Yeah. But yeah. So, how about this new NCAA transfer pro protocol? This will be a game changer if they approve it. Do you like it or not? I, I like it. I agree with it. I think, I mean, the the athletes should have some power. I agree that the athletes should have some power, but I think that, because it's letting them transfer after one year. Right? Well, they can transfer one time. No matter how many years, it's one right. time. One time, right. So I think, I don't, I like it, but then I don't like it because it's not teaching these younger kids Hey, you made a decision, you have to stick with this. And just because you're not starting doesn't mean you need to give up and go somewhere where it's easier for you. You get uh -huh. what I'm saying? Look at Bo Scarborough. You know, he didn't really start while he was at Alabama. You know what I'm saying? And now he's in the NFL. You know, just because 
you're not starting doesn't mean to jump ship and go somewhere else. That's true, but you can look at it on... Okay, two points to that. First point I'm going to hit, sometimes in life, you have to move on to the next thing. Like, okay, so that's like saying, well, you're not the supervisor as a result, so you should just stay there and stick it out. But what if you and your supervisor is the same age? So you're going to wait on him to retire? Y'all going to probably retire around the same time. First point. Second point, what about the coaches? What kind of example is that setting for the kids? You look at Mel Tucker, he just jumped ship from Colorado and went to Michigan. Now, following Mel Tucker, I agree with his decision. But if you're going to say that's not setting a good example, the guys that they sign to be with for the next four years, they jump ship all the time. You're right. You're right. But I I don't know, man. I just, I don't I don't have a huge problem with it. You know what I'm saying? It's just kind of like you're giving them a free out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like and you can sometimes when you have a free out, you don't make the best decision for yourself because you know you got a free out. I agree. You get what I'm saying? And that's that's the point I'm getting at. They because now they're gonna be looking at it. Oh well, if me and this coach get into it, I'm out of here. I'm you get what I'm saying? Like, well, coach, if I ain't starting, I'm leaving. Yeah, I agree. You get what I'm saying? And it shouldn't be like that. I agree. Know? I'm not saying make them stay where they're at. You know, yeah, you should be able to leave if you're not happy with your situation. If you and your parents come come to the decision that life will be better for you at a different school, mm-hmm. you know, not just with sports, but academically also. You know what I'm saying? Then, yeah, transfer. Yeah. But don't transfer because you're not starting or because you're not working hard enough to get where you need to be at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're just relying on your natural talent, which is nothing wrong with that, but you still have to work and beat on your craft. You get what I'm saying? That's true. That's that's why Tom Brady's still playing quarterback at 42 years old. You know what I'm saying? Because he's working constantly on this craft. Seen a seen a video today out training, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has the talent, but he's still out working on his crap. He has six Super Bowl rings, still out working in all season. But to me, I feel like guys, this is gonna benefit. Let's take Alabama for instance. Okay. They have uh the uh what's his name? Ta- uh, Tua's little brother. Talia. Talia. Okay, they have Talia. They have Bryce Young coming in. I saw where they just signed a number three ranked quarterback in the nation. They have Matt Jones still there. Okay. You expect three of those those guys to stay there and sit on the bench? You never know what can happen. But come on. You never know what can happen. You're talking about, okay, you have four top ten quarterbacks. I I get what you're saying, but you're trying to start as as a freshman, as a sophomore? If you if you think you can, then go do it. But see, but, but you guys you're like not gonna be able to do that at every school. Guys like Bryce Young, I don't expect him to go. The guy that they just signed, of course, he won't be into next year. Guys like Matt Jones, if Talia beats him out, go. Well, they from different news reports, uh, Talia, the uh, Tonga Baloa family might be moving to wherever. Tua goes to school yeah. and Talil transfer. To wherever... Uh, Tua gets drafted. To, yeah, to wherever he gets drafted. And Talil but, transfer to a school close. Yeah. Go to the Titans. Tennessee. <laughs> 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 they need a quarterback, but I don't think he's going... I don't think he's going to be now, that far hey, now. <laughs> with our look, he'll go to Vandy and be tearing us up. <laughs> But no, I think that's that's just a rumor I, I've heard out there in the, the news reports. I'm not sure if it's true or not. You know, they're saying because uh, it's projecting him to go to um, Miami, so they think he might go to Miami. So I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be interesting. It would be. It would be very interesting. Yeah. But they are very family oriented, and and it's like this. Like if that's really the route y'all gonna go so what happens when Talia comes up for the draft is the family gonna split are they gonna demand he goes to the same team the two plays for and then if he does that he's gonna be a backup his whole career 
Nothing maybe, wrong with, with being maybe. a career backup. Maybe you're right. It, it is nothing. I would, I wouldn't mind being a career backup quarterback in the league. You Man, know? So you get to sit over there and wear a hat and look at a clipboard and get paid millions, millions. Oh, you man. know, but but you get what I'm saying. Like, I don't. I I like it, but I don't like it because it seems like when there's a little bit of adversity, you can jump ship. And and that's what it's going to be used for. It's going to be free agency. Yep, that's it's, exactly it's going to be outright, is. and what the NCAA will have to monitor somehow, some way, is coaches calling. They can try to monitor it all they want to. <laughs> it ain't going to help nothing. Because you better believe <laughs> the minute Nick Saban finally pits a quarterback, he pits Mac Jones. Yep. Talia's phone is going to be blowing up yep. the next day. Yep. Hey, you ain't transferred yet. You still got to transfer. Yeah, you still got to Come to one. Texas and, and talk to us. Come to Michigan and talk to us. It's going to happen. Come to South Carolina and talk to yeah, you. Yeah, it's going to definitely but happen. It, it is. And really, is no way to really monitor that. Yeah. Because even still, like, the coach can go to some some random kid in the school. Hey, why don't you jump in Talia's inbox real quick and, and, mm-hmm. and see see what they're going to do. What they, slide he, in them DMs. Yeah, yeah, going slide to have a total different meet. Slide in them DMs <laughs> real quick and see, see go ahead and hit them up yeah. for me real quick. Total you know different what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, there's no way to track that. But he's going to... Look, a student from another school wants me to come play for his school. Really? Every student does. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, for real. Like, come on. If Joe Burrow had another year of eligibility, you know, I'll jump in his DMs. Hey, like, bro, you don't want to come to <laughs> You know? It's like, for real. But, you know, uh, but that's where it's just coaches got, got to get creative with it. Because, I mean, where there's a rule, rules are meant to be bent and broken. So there's a way to get around it, and so coaches just gotta get get creative with it. Yeah, whatever they can do. And it, it is definitely gonna change the, especially college football. Most definitely, because you know college basketball, you got that one and done rule anyway. But college college football is definitely gonna change because, like I said, like you don't like the way the coach talking to you. Nah, man, I ain't even signed up for all this. I'm gone, bro. Uh-huh. What you mean? You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, but there's a term in it. You have to be granted your release. Oh, yeah? So you can't, and you can't, you have to be granted your release. You have to be in good standing academically. And you cannot have been suspended or kicked off the team for any reason. Yeah, but that, that. Okay, so the academic thing. I mean, let's let's be for real. College athletes don't. <laughs> they don't learn anything. It <laughs> doesn't matter. Like, they're all all in good academic standing because yeah, they're all playing. Yeah, they all have to. They they the coach gonna make sure you eligible. Yeah, you know <laughs> yeah, that's gonna happen. Whatever it takes, you're gonna be eligible. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be eligible to play. You know, but you you get what I'm saying. That good academic standing is like really. They don't go. They don't go to class with other students. Yeah. They have their own teachers. Mm-hmm. Like, legit, they have their own teachers. And if college football is big business. Huge business. Billion-dollar empire. Yep. The players aren't getting paid anything. They are getting a lot of free stuff, but they're not getting paid anything. <laughs> you know what? I don't think we ever talk about that. Everybody say, well, the players ain't getting nothing. No, they get a they lot of free stuff. They getting a ton. <laughs> Man, if you just see, like, if you... Gear alone, just yep. gear, all the shorts, yep. shirts, shoes. Yep. I'm Man, they you, probably you. get per season seven, eight pair of shoes. Like you, okay, but I I still feel like they should get paid something. Oh, I wholeheartedly Some, agree. I agree with that. But they, but it's not like they out here, you know. Like a regular college student eating on, you know, ramen noodles and stuff. They they, got, not, they, they, they have a facility yep. where they get full, great food. Full catered. Yes. Like good. They, they, they're eating great. They're eating great. Most of them got their own room. Like, it's being a, a top athlete, being an athlete at a top tier school is not bad. Now, us, <laughs> we were athletes at a Division two school. <laughs> That's bad. You're better off in high school. Just being one hundred percent with you, uh, but yes, I agree. It's uh, man, being Division One is it's a pretty sweet ride if if you know if you're an athlete. Yeah, it 
it's not it's not half bad, you know. Then you know you do get to go to school for free, and you're gonna have a, especially if you're a star in in college. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be a a tool or a Joe Burrow or a Heisman. So you ain't got to be Jalen. You yep. know what I'm saying? But if you're if you're a good college athlete, even after you finish school, you can still make money off your name image and likeness yeah you know what i'm saying especially in the city that you're in that the city that you play football in you know what i'm saying you can still go back to that school Jalen's holding camps Jalen hurts he, he's not even from alabama and he's holding camps this summer in alabama football camp you know what okay. i'm saying yeah like it's still things you can do yeah he is a big name you get what i'm saying but it's still stuff you can do, you know. Eat, just like the the players get paid now. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna stop acting like it don't happen because it do happen. You might not get paid directly, but your mama might get a new uh-huh. car. Oh yeah. Or your mama switches dresses all of a sudden. You get what I'm saying? Definitely. Like you you get some money. Like let, let's not act like these players don't get paid something because they do get paid something. Uh-huh. It's just not regulated. This player gets paid more than this player. You know what I'm saying? How you think they get all them tattoos? You know what? And no one ever <laughs> stops to think about that. No, them like, tattoos not cheap. Every, everybody always want to be like, oh, he's driving a Camaro. Or he's driving a Charger. You see it right in your face. Right in your they face. They have two sleeve tats. Like, yeah. whole arms are done. Those are not cheap, man. At all. Who you think paying insurance for that car? Exactly. He he he's nineteen, twenty years old. I'm driving you around think? in a charger. In a in a twenty twenty charger. Like hey, twenty eighteen, hey, what you mean? You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm not even worried about the car, no. I'm yeah. thinking about the insurance. Yeah, the insurance gonna be more than the car. Though, <laughs> exactly. You know? But I mean, they getting and see that's the thing about the transfer. It's like, well, I'm getting this over here. What can you give me? See, but oh, that's done doing recruiting. I feels like like that offer. I think it's gonna have, happen every off season, every off season. See, but you know what's gonna happen now? It's gonna get back to the wild wild west. Yep. To back to the eighties. To back to the uh, SMU kind of days. Yep. It's gonna become a rat race. Yep. You're gonna have cars and houses going quicker than anything. Uh, but and see the thing is the big schools are gonna be the ones that benefit. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah. A, a group of five school can't pay what a power five school can pay. Nope. What Texas, all them oil tycoons out there. You think Jerry Jones ain't about to get somebody right to go to Arkansas? His exactly. alma mater. Definitely. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's gonna happen. He gonna do whatever it takes. All them stars out there in Hollywood. You don't think they want to see USC back on the map? They want to see it back on the map. They're gonna be dropping, and and that's the thing. Everybody's big booster is a almost billionaire, if yep. not a billionaire. Yep. And man, they will drop whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Y'all, y'all want who? Give him a call. Come, come <laughs> tell him come see me at my office. <laughs> come see me. <laughs> yeah. Tell him and his parents come see me at my office. Yep. I'm gonna take take a ride on this on this uh, helicopter real quick. You know what I'm saying? We're about to fly out to the yacht. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, man. It's it, it's gonna be, but you know what though? I'm not mad. Actually, it'll be more entertaining for me. Why you say that? Think about it, man. Just think about it. You, it's the wild, wild west again. So you got houses and cars being flipped, big hundred hundred thousand dollar payouts for for these players. You know how interesting recruiting would be. Yeah, because you know none of it is doing is being done legally anymore. So you you're really just watching the recruiting boards flip backwards and forth. So you know money's being tossed. Yep. I mean, I would love it as a fan. Cause when you, when you see, I'm telling you, next year when you see USC get all these transfers and top five and and recruiting, you, you know already you done. already know what it is. Yeah. Cause you, who wants to go play for USC right now? Unless you born and raised in California, USC fan forever, and pretty much nobody else is giving you a contract. The only other people that giving you. Offering you a scholarship is UCLA. Nah, bro, I go to USC. Yeah, go to USC. <laughs> you get what exactly. I'm saying? Like that's pretty much what they're getting right now. Yeah, you know, and it's sad because USC is supposed to be a, 
is one of the story programs. Oh, yeah. It's sad to see how bad they failed. They ain't fall as bad as Bama did back in the day. But it's all good. I disagree. That's, no. I disagree. Do you know Bama, um, USC, I, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I think their recruiting ranking this year was 50. Seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had looked it up before. Yeah. So it, it, I mean, Bama yeah. never got that bad. When Bama was on probation, Bama never got that bad, bro. Well, but but what makes the whole Bruh. USC situation so bad is they're not even on yeah, probation. Ain't to them. <laughs> they're you know, just down. Ain't, ain't nothing yeah. happening to them. Hey, it's and like, I, I know all too well what that feels like. They're they're just down. But if if I find out once it turns into the Wild West, and Tennessee's still down. And I found out we haven't been cheating. I'm gonna be mad. Cheat, cheat, and t- cheat and lie. Cheat Look, and ladies and gentlemen, the trick to winning to winning in college football is cheat and lie. You cheat till you get caught. When the NCAA asks you, "Have you done it?" You lie. I'm telling you, every team does it. It works. We're not talking about on the field. We're talking about to get the recruits in. Yes, <laughs> they're yeah. not cheating on the field. Just, uh, we ain't doing this World Series stuff over here. But, you know. They they getting the players some type of way. So, what do you think about the new NFL playoff that they're proposing? Man, that is a game changer as well. It's it's that's gonna definitely be different, man. If if you haven't heard the in the new CBA, they're proposing the owners are proposing first and foremost to drop in one preseason game and adding it to the regular season. So we'll go to seventeen. Regular season game, so the NFL season would be extended to eighteen weeks. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, more football. I mean, yeah, that, that yeah, benefits yeah, us. Yeah. And then with the playoffs, it's gonna go to seven teams per conference and one bye. Mm-hmm. So on Wild Card Weekend, we'll have six total games: three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. I like that. That's like a yeah. That's you that's can't a beat it, man. Yeah, I love it. Um, so I mean, I think it's gonna be great. The problem is with those wild card teams. You're gonna be getting in some seven and nine teams. No, no. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so. so, man. I think I so. You are gonna start getting in some seven and nines. You gonna I, have to, or, some, or at least some eight and eights. Yeah. I, yeah well, no, nah, you know what? It's gonna be seventeen games now, so it won't be eight and eight. It'll be eight and nine. Or nine and or eight. Nine and I eight. don't think you'll be getting in anybody below five hundred into the playoffs, man. You don't think so? I really, I highly doubt it, man. Okay. Because if that's the case, then Dallas probably would have been in the playoffs this year at eight and eight. You know what I'm saying? Right yeah. at five hundred. You know, I don't think, I don't think you're going to be getting any NFL teams in there below five hundred. Okay. That's that's just what I think. I. I they trying something new, which is good because the league, the NFL, is not innovating like the NBA is. You know, for the you know they've been saying uh, for the past couple of years, the NBA's been doing so much better than the NFL, and that's just because the innovations that the NBA is taking. You know, yeah, the NFL hasn't been taking any any innovations. The only innovations they've been taking was to improve injuries. Uh-huh. So they've been, been been making the game more soft. Not necessarily saying that that's a bad thing, but they're not making the game isn't exciting as it used to be. And it's just like we was talking about the All Star game, the All Star game is so exciting now. Yeah, it is. You know, even like I said before, most people just don't watch the NBA till after All Star weekend because that's when everybody starts playing for the playoffs. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? This is the time where you're going to start tuning in to the NBA games. You get what I'm saying? To see if the Pelicans can jump the Grizzlies and get in the, in the playoffs. You get what I'm saying? So you're going to be tuning in now. Yeah. You know, before nobody – no, okay, I'm going to be – nobody watches the NBA like that before the All-Star break unless it's a big game. If you got the Lakers and Clippers, Lakers and the Nugget, Nuggets, you know, or the, the Rockets – you know, like the Raptors and the Bucks playing, you know, the Bucks and, and the Pelicans playing. Like, those are big games people tune into. But I, I'm not watching the Suns and Timberwolves play on a Tuesday evening. You get what I'm saying? I'm not about to watch that game, you know. I'll turn on something else because it's just not that. It's, it, I'm not... 
I'm not that interested in it. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? But after the All-Star break, I'm probably still not going to turn into that game, but I'll turn into, you know, any Grizzlies game, any Trailblazers game. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Any Mavs game, you know? Because they all mean something. They all mean something because, okay, well, they might fall a game behind. You get what I'm saying? So, just like the Thunder and the Mavs right now, nine games behind together, like, so I'm going to be tuning in to see if the Mavs drop another one, you know, uh-huh. and see if the Grizzlies win one, you know. So then you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The playoff picture is starting to come together. And the NFL, every game is – you're going to watch any football game that comes on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't care if you got the Jaguars playing the Chargers. I'm going to watch that game. You know what I'm saying? All four quarters. But – that's primarily because we're football fans, major football fans, and just basketball fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's understandable. But either way it goes, I'm still, I'm still not happy with what the NFL is doing as for making it entertaining as far as the NBA. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, the new playoff system and the new schedule that is new, but it's not really innovating. That's what's wrong with the NFL. They're just not innovating anything. They're just they're stuck, I mean, basically. Yeah, they're 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 stuck in where they have been for years. And I mean, the game is evolving. The game the game needs to evolve, and the game is not evolving. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's safer now than it was 15 years ago, but it's not really evolving into it's not evolving into what like the XFL is. You get what I'm saying? The XFL, to me, can be a platform for the NFL to learn from from to get more exciting. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, really, that that Jaguars and Chargers game, I'm going to watch it, but an XFL game can be more exciting than that game. You know what I'm saying? I don't care about the Chargers, the, the Jaguars and the Chargers game, you know. But I mean, like the DC game that we put money on, I'm I'm tuning in to that game. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm, I mean, I'm a Cowboys fan. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I don't want to say nowhere near DC. You know? But <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna tune into the game because the XFL games are exciting and innovating. You get to hear players talking. You get to hear the plays that are call. You get to hear what's going on in the booth. You know, the shorter. Uh, Play clock, like, yeah, it's, it's a different more, game, but that that may also be contributed to the fact that it's just a different game. It feels new. It's that new car sensation. It when is when you get a new car, you be excited to drive it, excited yeah. to watch it, take care of it. Six months down the road, you like it's just another car. Yeah, but I just like the innovations of the XFL, man. Like, I don't know, man. I like the XFL, bro. Like, in the NFL can use some. The stuff that XFL did. They they stole some stuff the first time. It helped with the game. Yeah. They steal some stuff again, man. You or know? better yet, they need to hire some of the people who's coming up with this stuff, but they ain't got to keep stealing it. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly, uh, Vince Man Man know who's who to hire. Yeah. He, they keep he, coming up with brilliant he, ideas. He definitely does. <laughs> what about all these high profile free agents that we got this year? Man, this this year free agency. I mean, any other year I would be excited. This year it doesn't move the needle for me simply because, I mean, you got old quarterbacks, Bridgewater, just bad quarterbacks. I mean, you have you have your outliers like Cooper, Bridgewater. Well, um, I think Cooper's gonna get gonna get a contract with Dallas. Bridgewater, I don't have any idea where he will go. I mean, come on, Derrick Henry. He's about to get a major contract from the Titans. I don't know. He he might just get the tag. I don't know though. I I bet he, I bet have, he do what Zeke did. They I have, bet he do exactly what Zeke did and they, sit out. They got to do something with quarterback. Still, I mean, the the, the Titans. Let's not act like they got quarterback figured out with Ryan Tannehill. They got to do something with quarterback or, or Marcus Mariota. You know, <laughs> yeah, he's finna walk. I guarantee you that. So that's what I'm saying. Like you got old Tom Brady, old Phillip Rivers, a bunch of bad quarterbacks, 
and like two or three outliers. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it it, it is a bad year to be a quarterback. If you're trying to get money this year, this is not the year for you. Unless your name is Tom Brady. Unless your name is Brady. Yeah, stay put, stay wherever you are, and just wait to next year and see what happens. Nah. Teddy Bridgewater deserves a starting position in this league, but he's not. I don't think he's going to get paid top dollar for it. You don't. You really don't think so? I don't think so. After going what five and zero mm-hmm. with, with the Saints, but there people are going to credit it to Sean Payton. They're going to say hey, he's an offensive genius. But They're not going to credit it to Bridgewater. But you breeze and go undefeated though. How are you not? The only thing that changed in the system is the quarterback. I'm telling you, they're they're going to credit it to Sean Payton. Bridgewater, he he's gonna probably get a starting job, but he's not gonna get paid what I f- I feel like he deserves. Okay, where do you think Teddy Bridgewater will go? You have Carolina for yeah. sure, Tampa Bay. Um, mm-hmm. um. You know what? The Bears need to move on. I I really wouldn't mind seeing Teddy Bridgewater go to the Titans. That would be that would probably be a great fit. That would really be a great fit. I really would not mind that. You know. But dude, now if the Titans if they tag Derrick Henry, then they can sign Bridgewater. I I don't know what their cap space look like, but I don't know if they could sign Bridgewater and Henry off of Fredrickson. Oh yeah, that that'd be expensive, man. Very expensive. Cause you you gonna you they gonna pay Derrick Henry. Like, oh, oh, he he's he, gonna have to get he get top he, five running back money. Oh, he he definitely getting at least what Zeke got. Yeah, at least what Zeke got. So that that's that's gonna be hard, man. They hey they might be married to um uh, um uh, Ryan Tannehill. You think so? They they might have to be. Mm. What about the Bucks? I would like to see him go to the Bucks. Uh. I just feel like I I felt like for a while the Bucks was a quarterback away, <laughs> or he could or he could go to uh you know the Eagles and wait for Carson Wentz to get hurt again. <laughs> Jokes. <laughs> Everybody's a comedian, huh? <laughs> and win the Super Bowl, you know. <laughs> Everybody's a comedian. <laughs> oh man, but you know I think I. I I'm feeling the Titans for him, man. Like, I think they'll be the Titans, the Panthers. I don't know about the Buccaneers, man. But you got to think, who are these guys going to pick up in the draft? What are they going to do with their draft, you know? Yeah. So. But, honestly, I, f- I feel like uh, the Saints, if they were smart, hold on to Bridgewater. I would let go of uh, Taysom Hill no, before I, I let go no, of Bridgewater. No, Taysom Hill is like their gadget player. He can play whatever you need him to play. But can he be a consistent starter at quarterback? Because at the end of the day, Breeze may have next year only. And then you're going to be looking for your next starter. It might. Evidently, they do feel that strongly about Taysom Hill. They're not signing Bridgewater to a contract. Man, they, they need to sign Bridgewater. Like I say, even if it requires a look, it comes down to it. We have enough money. We can either sign Bridgewater or we can re-sign Drew Breeze for another year. Took up the deuce to Drew Brees, say thank you for what you've done. But see, I, I don't move forward. But see, remember, I was telling you before, all these old quarterbacks, they need to go ahead and give it up. And what you say? No, no, no. Let them, let them go, man. Yeah. Send them out to pasture, man. They'll be all right. <laughs> so know? at some point, you got to think about the future of your team. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Phillip Rivers got about 12 kids around now, so he need to keep <laughs> he working. <needs> to work. <laughs> Bridgewater really deserves it. The Colts. The Colts? You think so? The Colts. Just thought about it. The Colts would be a great fit for Bridgewater. Yeah. And I mean, and actually that that'll be a pretty good division for him to be in. I mean, he'll be going up against Deshaun, Tannehill, and Nick Foles. Yeah. Oh, Nick Foles, Super Bowl champion now. Too sure. <laughs> Can't argue against that. Don't, don't forget about that. He got that ring, man. 
Carson Wentz got one too, even though he was on the sideline the whole game. <laughs> <laughs> I have no rebuttal for this. I mean, can't argue with it. So what? What about Cam Newton, man? You you think he he should be a starter in this league? You think he really? I think Cam could still give you a couple of more good years, man. I can't see Cam being a backup. Like like you know how some players just present their persona. Yeah. Where you know they're meant to be a starter. Mm-hmm. They can't be a backup. I can't see Cam Newton sitting on the bench behind nobody. Really, I really couldn't see Teddy Bridgewater being a backup, but that injury sideline just like we was talking about guys getting out the lead because of injury. Yeah. You know, he had the Vikings rolling mm-hmm. going to the playoffs. He did. He you did. Know? But that injury, man, like and he was out that he had the injury in the preseason and was out that whole year. And, and that, that was it. For and him. yep, they let him go, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's legit an NFL starter, but was cut loose because of an injury. Yeah. You know? But All right, let me ask you this. Who's the biggest disappointment? Marcus Mariota or Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston? What you mean, man? Really? Yes. Are really? You, are you serious? I don't know, man. Mariota, he's a pretty big who disappointment. Your, who, who would you rather start on your team, Marcus Mariota or Jameis Winston? <laughs> My third string. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, bro. Jameis Winston, man. And, you know, the thing about it is, like, I think it's, like, how serious he takes the game. I don't think he takes the game as serious as he should. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's that's what I feel like his problem is. You know, he's not the only one. There's a couple of quarterbacks out there that can be starters in this league. It's just they don't take the time out. They don't study the film like they should. That's why you got, you know, well, Andy Dalton. That's why Andy Dalton hadn't been replaced with the Bengals yet. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's it's legit, like, athletes out here that can be starting as NFL quarterbacks, but they just don't take the time out. To learn their position the way they want, the way they need to, the way they should to, as a professional athlete. Yeah, they're not out here working like Drew Brees and Tom Brady. First one in, last one out, working, pounding on your craft throughout the off season. They're not doing that, you know. So that's why they're falling through the cracks, and nobody's gonna pick them up because your work ethic. You know, yeah. oh, and yeah. I'm not saying I'm not pointing anybody out because there are a couple of them out there like that, you know, and it's really sad. But you got that one NFL contract and you think you good. You don't make any money in the NFL to your, your second contract. contract. Your rookie contract is not a contract. Yeah. Just like that picked up in the sixth round. I think he made like. $12 million total from the Dallas Cowboys. You know, he was making more on commercials than he was getting from the Cowboys. Yeah. You know? So, it's like, you don't get paid anything on your on your rookie deal. You know? And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of, it kind of aggravates me because it's like, if I could, I would. You know? But you can and don't. Yeah. You know, so you can be doing so much more, so much more than, than what you, Jamarcus Russell, man. That man, <laughs> when I heard the story that uh, the Raiders coaches didn't believe that he was really watching the film, so they sent this Joker home with a blank tape, and they came back into practice in this day, and they were like, Jamarcus. Did you see anything different on on the tape? Yeah, coach, I saw them running the cover two, and blah 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 blah, and it was a blank. Tape. <laughs> they sent them home with the blitz, with the blitz coverage, the the uh, defensive package for the next week. They t- that's what they told them anyway. And <laughs> <laughs> asked them, "You got the blitzes down, you know? So you know, you know what you're looking for when they when they do this and do that." Yeah, I seen it. I got it. I got it. Brother, one nothing on the tape. So blank. All that talent. And paid millions. Millions. Nobody should have to motivate you when you're making and, millions. And that was back in the day when the rookie contracts was huge. Oh, yeah. They, they were stupid. They was huge, you know? But, man, like, oh, man. It, it's just, I, I just hate it, man. See see people with all that talent and just don't have the work ethic to, do, to get it done. Yeah. You know? Oh, James. I mean, but, you know, hey, kind of got to got fault the bucks for that. You kind of knew what you was getting. He was trouble at Florida State. He was trouble before he got to Florida State. 
That's right. You know, but hey, but the right mentors can 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 help that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you don't have to watch his every move, but you need to have somebody that's working with him to make him see the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The decisions you make don't just affect you. Yeah. Like you're not a little kid. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I mean that's not sense. just not just him. It's a lot of NFL athletes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Decisions you make don't just affect you. They affect you, your family, the rest of your team, the organization as a whole, and it and it affects the fans. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Most definitely. And I, people don't consider the fans enough. I'm, I'm taking off work to fly down here for this game, and you got suspended. Yeah. I'm. I'm. The whole reason I'm going was to mainly see you play, and now you got suspended. And you're gone. So all this money I spent to go watch this game. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, I get to still see the team play, but I was mainly going there because I wanted to be able to tell my kids in 15 years, yeah, I seen him in person. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you you want you go you want to see Michael Jordan play. You want to see LeBron play. You want to see Kobe play. Yeah, they might be playing the Timberwolves or whatever, but you you you'll be able to tell your kids, yeah, I seen him play one time. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Not. Yeah, he wasn't. I went to go see him play, but he was suspended, so I didn't even get to see him play. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. it hurts you, and they get a check because we're tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's not. And and they is like they don't. Some of them don't even think about that when they doing certain things. You know how would really that should be. One of the most, some of the most people you think about, the, your family and the fans. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because your fans is who really write your check. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because all the fans stop showing up to the games and stop watching the games, guess what's going to happen to that franchise? Boom, boom, boom. Moving. <laughs> Moving. Yeah. We're going, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, Las London. Vegas. <laughs> it, yeah, and London wants a team bad. Mm-hmm. London really wants a team. It's just that that travel will be Mexico wants a team too. Mexico would be better, but because they were t- talking about sending, I think the Chargers to Mexico and the Jags to London. Yeah, but sending the team to London is your that team that team's not gonna succeed, man. Travel alone will kill. Now they'll probably de- win all their home games. It, it depends on how you do it. If you do two, two and two, you know what I'm saying. You got two home games and you got two road games. Back so they, in the they states. Just stay in the states. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like if they if I think you can't do it like uh, you got a home game in London and then got a away game in Las Vegas. Yeah. That's not it from week to week. Like that's not gonna work. I feel like if you get two or three home games in a row, then two or three away games in a row, it could work. That first game might be kind of a struggle, but the other two should be easier. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's the only way I can see that it it could work. Which you know. I really do think that could work. Well, I mean, and, and in that situation, then that'll be attractive for a free agent. Like, man, so you mean to tell me when I'm at the house, I'm at the house for uh, almost a month at a time? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that'll that be very attractive for a free agent. Yeah. So, coming up this weekend, Saturday night, we got Wilder versus Fury 2. Who you got? Oh, hometown hero. Oh, good, good. You better. Dante Wilder from right here, well... Down the street in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Town. <laughs> you know, gonna be watching. You know, tune in. Uh, the first fight was pretty good. Um, I, I hope this one's a lot better. It should be, man. I'm I'm, I'm expecting a great fight. Um, hey, I'm I'm gonna make time out of my busy schedule to sit down and watch it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Don't disappoint me. So you got bees play for this week. B's play. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to the XFL this week. Okay. We're going to head down to uh, Seattle versus Dallas. I don't know why, but they have Dallas as a four and a half point favorite in this game. Why you say that, man? You don't, you don't think? I don't trust Bob Stoops yet. Oh. Not just yet. So, ladies and gentlemen, take Seattle. Take Seattle straight up. They're going to get you your money. Go get paid. And when you do, break your ball off a little bit. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So guys, um we've been thinking, you know, and 
we we enjoy doing this podcast a lot. You know, we're new to it. We we appreciate all the support. Uh, we up over a hundred followers now, hundred download listeners. We appreciate all you guys listening. Um, and if you wanna give this a shot, you know, there's nothing wrong with trying it out and seeing how you're doing. You know, if you've been thinking about doing it for a while, uh, you can use what what we use. We use a Buzzsprout app to broadcast and we upload it to Buzzsprout and it goes to every platform that supports podcasts, iOS, uh, Android, iHeart. It, it, we just upload it to them and then they upload it to everything. You know, um, they're going to be, there's going to be a link in the description uh, of this podcast. If you want to try it out and see, you know, just give it a shot. That's right, guys. Um, and when you click the link in the description, you sign up. Um, Buzzsprout is going to send you a $20 Amazon gift card. So, I mean, think of it like this. You're helping us help you. So, help us help you sign up for Buzzsprout today and start getting your podcast thing on. Hey, and shoot us an email or... Shoot us a message on, on Facebook and let us know. And we'll t- tune in and, and hear what you got to talk about. Exactly. But as always, we appreciate y'all tuning in. Like I said, we're over 100 followers, 100 downloads, 100 listeners. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in to our short episode we had on Sunday. We're thinking about doing some, doing one every Sunday. We haven't really decided yet, but we're just going to try it out for a little while and see how it goes. Most definitely, um, man, and guys, make sure you go like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter. What well, we're we're brainstorming right now. We're thinking about giving you guys a uh, a a small mini series of our pre-show. Um, you know, so that'll be a video-based show. It'll be our pre-show. You know, it'll be us laughing and talking and trying to come up with show ideas and write show notes. So make sure you go follow us on Twitter. Holler at our Facebook page. And, guys, that's all we have for you this week. Thank you. We love you. On to podcast. Out.